Jennifer Welsh is the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of Illinois. PPIL operates 17 health centers here in the state, which served more than 68,000 patients last year. This week marks the 46th anniversary of the monumental Roe v. Wade Supreme Court ruling, which made abortion legal nationwide. And all these years later, Planned Parenthood offers those services along with so, so much more. Jennifer joins me here in the studio to let us all know what 2019 has in store for Planned Parenthood of Illinois. We welcome her at Vocalo. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, this is a, a great opportunity uh, to talk about uh, reproductive health. I mentioned earlier that this is uh, commemorating the anniversary of Roe versus Wade. It's it's written right there in all the fancy law books, and it seems like all this time later we don't have to worry about it being repealed, right? Jill, I wish that were true. But unfortunately, many of those old fights, the battles that we have already won from the past, those are resurfacing now. Here's the situation. We have an ultra-conservative majority on the Supreme Court. And so Roe v. Wade is at greater risk than ever before. That's where we are right now. There are more than a dozen lawsuits that are threatening Roe that are working their way through the lower courts. So within the next year, Roe v. Wade could be severely undermined or, worst case scenario, even overturned. Now, should Roe v. Wade fall or continue to be chipped away, Illinois is one of only about a dozen states in the country where we have secure access to abortion. Mm. How is uh, Planned Parenthood of Illinois uh, responding to a government and an administration that seems devoted to uh, eradicating this? Yeah, well, so first thing we're doing is we're really fighting back with an audacious and I'll say ambitious agenda to make sure that we protect and expand abortion access here in Illinois. We're going to repeal some existing restrictions. We want to make sure that we increase reproductive health services for incarcerated women. And we're also looking at working on improving research and funding for efforts to reduce maternal Mortality. So we've got some ambitious goals around health care, access to reproductive and sexual health. And then when you look at the administration that's targeting Planned Parenthood and really a lot of progressive communities right now, I like to keep in mind that Planned Parenthood has been around for 100 years. Mm -hmm. So we've been around way before this current administration is in office and we've been fighting for a long time. Support for Planned Parenthood is at an all time high. We served, like you said, almost 70,000 patients last year. Across the country, Planned Parenthood has millions of supporters, and those supporters are really speaking out about the critical health care, the life-saving health care that they're getting at Planned Parenthoods all over the country. And lucky for us, they're also talking to their elected officials about why Planned Parenthood is so important to them. This is Jill Hopkins. You're listening to Vocalo. Joining me in the studio is Jennifer Welsh, president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of Illinois. Before we get into uh, the nitty gritty and, and the plans that you have for the next year, I'd like to tell our listeners a bit more about you and your journey to uh, the CEO role for Planned Parenthood. How did Jennifer Welsh find herself in this position? Well, it's been quite a journey. I have spent my whole career working on women's issues and working for social impact. 
I started working at Planned Parenthood in the late 80s while I was still in college. I know it was a million years ago, but I was in college right here in the city. And I started working at Planned Parenthood Chicago area. And over the years, all the Planned Parenthoods in the state of Illinois merged into one. So by the time I returned to the organization, almost 30 years later, it's Planned Parenthood of Illinois. And I step into the helm. My time at Planned Parenthood was an amazing opportunity to be on the front lines of providing reproductive health care to patients. And it helped me realize that I wanted to sort of get ahead of the problem. And it was a big part of my decision to go to law school. So then I went to law school, came out, worked at a domestic violence coalition for many years, did a stint in government, sometime with the attorney general, sometime with the one or two mayors, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I come to Planned Parenthood. And I, I imagine that your work uh, with domestic violence organizations uh, overlaps a lot with the work that Planned Parenthood does as well. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, a lot of the lessons that I learned working on gender-based violence applies to my work at Planned Parenthood. And also a lot of the communities are the same, right? Mm-hmm. The, the same people who were not helpful in ending violence against women are not helpful in providing health care for women. Now, let's uh, let's take a look forward uh, to the rest of the year. It is January. We've got a lot of time to do a lot of work here. How is Illinois, uh, the state itself, planning to move forward regarding access to reproductive health care? You met with the governor this morning. I did. Just this morning, we had a great morning. Um, governor Pritzker pledged his commitment to reproductive rights in Illinois. He signed an executive order stating that he will implement HB 40. And as a reminder, HB 40, was the law that we passed um, over a year ago. It's been on the books for a year here in Illinois, and it struck the dangerous trigger provision, which would have criminalized abortion if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And it also removes the discriminatory language from Illinois law that denied insurance coverage to people who were on Medicaid or state employee health insurance. So HB 40 is really critical to Illinois, and the governor pledged his support for that important law. And then I'm confident that the governor will continue to make appointments of staff members who will implement that law appropriately. And it really, it, it's his second week in office. Yeah. And he's made this pledge to this commitment to reproductive rights. And so that really means a lot to us. So how does this affect the day-to-day work of Planned Parenthood? Well, you know, it can have a big impact on us because we're the leader in reproductive health care, education and advocacy. So Planned Parenthood is definitely on the front lines and we're working to make sure that everyone who needs the comprehensive sexual and reproductive health care that we provide can get it regardless of where they live or how much money they make or what insurance they have. We are really working hard to give people the care they need with respect and without judgment. And I want to make sure that that point hits home, the care that they need with respect and without judgment. And that is 100 percent not just abortions. This is uh, care that do not just women need. Can you uh, help me remind the folks about what services you all offer and why they're important? They're available to everyone. God, I'm so glad you asked, Jill. And that's the thing. I think many people don't realize 
Right now at Planned Parenthood, 10% of the patients that we serve identify as male. So we are doing a full range of services, including abortion services and counseling. We're unapologetic Mm -hmm. about about providing that safe and legal service. We're also providing breast and cervical cancer screenings, comprehensive birth control services, emergency contraception, STI testing and treatment. We're the single largest provider of gender-affirming hormone therapy in the state of Illinois. We're doing HIV prevention work, and um, we provide PrEP and PEP, so that's pre-exposure prophylaxis and post-exposure prophylactics for HIV. So we're really providing a full range of services to both men and women in the state of Illinois. I'm Jill Hopkins. You're listening to Vocalo Radio. Joining me in the studio is Jennifer Welsh, president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of Illinois. It can be kind of easy to look at all that's going on with opposition to women's rights. It's easy to look at all of that and just get really pessimistic to to get really down on the future of reproductive health care in the United States. Uh, But every time that I've ever encountered you, you seem to have a super positive outlook. And now maybe it's just because it's your job. But I don't think that that is true. I I think that it's important to you to be positive about all of that. Why is that? Well, it's partially because I love talking to you. That helps, (laughs) right? But also, you know, I'm a professional idealist. I have spent my whole career working to make change and working to make a better place. And so my career spans 30 years of making change, and and I can really see the differences that we have made. And I'm super encouraged by the next generation of leaders. I've had the opportunity to talk to young folk who are our patients or advocates or volunteers at Planned Parenthood, and I see them coming up, and I am really happy to join my efforts, my decades of experience with their new interest and exuberance and all of the new skills that they bring to these fights. So it's easy to remain optimistic when we have great people to work with. I also can see progress. Again, because I've been working for some time in the gender violence community, I know that things are getting better. I know that if you think about the Me Too movement, that didn't happen after Anita Hill when Mm. I was in law school. But it happened now. And now people are talking about sexual harassment and abuse in the workplace where we didn't really have that public conversation. Now you see it in the media and social media. You've got the young people talking about it. So it's a demonstration that we have come along long way in these movements and that I that's what makes me optimistic mm-hmm. for the future we're going to have together. Now are there any uh, initiatives that Planned Parenthood has uh, to introduce in 2019 that can help folks get educated and and get the help that they might need? Yeah, definitely. We're increasing services. That's the first thing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really exciting that just just this year, this whole year, you know, just a few, you know, the few weeks that we've been here, we have rolled out something called PP Direct, which allows people to download an app and get their birth control services through telemedicine. We are making sure that we're meeting patients where they are. And so people can use their phones, connect with a medical professional. They give some medical information and then they can get their 
oral contraceptives. They're birth control delivered to them at home or at a local pharmacy. So that's the sort of um, medical services advance one that we're making this year. And we're also really excited on the policy side to work with a pro-reproductive health General Assembly. We have a super majority in the General Assembly, which is great because we've got some stuff that we need to get done. And then the House of Representatives. The U.S. House of Representatives is pro-Planned Parenthood. They're supporting women's health in a way like they never have before. And we look forward to making change at the national level, too. I can't thank you enough for joining me today and uh, for helping me commemorate this this momentous uh, ruling. I want people to know they can go to PlannedParenthood.org or PPIL.org for more localized information and services. And Jennifer, keep us updated and, and good luck in the fight. Thank you, Jeff. 